What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 210. We're here on Friday, August 21st. And before we jump into the show today, the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters, so be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you are one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's TRIGGERED. T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. We're now joined here on Triggered by RNC co-chairman Tommy Hicks. Thanks so much for joining us today, Tommy. Thanks for having me on. So to start out with the obvious, uh, what's your reaction overall to what we saw at the DNC this week and Sleepy Joe's speech from last night? It's unbelievable how far to the left the Democrats have gone, the platform they've embraced as, as the furthest left in the history of, of presidential politics. And, you know, I thought last night, you know, it was a tribute to Joe Biden's uh, incompetent 50 year career of being in Washington. It was almost like a retirement ceremony. <laughs> and, um, you know, yeah, but and the theme for the entire convention was basically hating on Trump and telling people to go out and vote early before debates. Yeah, that was an interesting strategy. <laughs> I, it, it seemed to be a recurring theme. You had even, you know, the Michigan Secretary of State saying that vote by mail and absentee is exactly the same thing. Just one of the many lies that they told this week. Well, that's what they do. But we, we know there is a big difference, right? Yep. I mean, I'm sure your listeners know exactly what the difference is, but we can't. I mean, just the recent examples in, in New Jersey with the hundreds of, of dead people voting and having their ballots kicked out. And, and the New York example took six weeks to get a quote unquote result in the primary and with 21 percent of the uh, votes thrown out, the ballots thrown out. It's just insane. Yeah, and the, I just saw actually last night that a judge ordered a new election in Patterson, uh, which President Trump talks about so much. And Matt and I are actually from New Jersey. That's our, our home state. You know, th- we, we know how corrupt it is there. And it's no surprise that there there's massive voter fraud going on in places like that. It, it, it absolutely is happening. But, you know, what? by the way, we were just in South Jersey uh, yesterday. There's a lot of enthusiasm for, for President Trump and Republicans right now. Yeah, so since you bring that up, I was going to ask you about that. I know you were in the 3rd Congressional District. I'm from the 4th Congressional District, but I did a lot of work out in Ocean County. I saw you were out there. Uh, what, what do you think of the enthusiasm on the ground there? Because when I've been back to visit my parents in New Jersey, I've been surprised by the number of even just Democrats who have voted Democrats all their, all their lives, and now they're saying, you know what, maybe it's time to take a look at President Trump. Well, we were with two Democrats who switched to the Republican Party and are both uh, candidates to one be reelected, one be elected, and in the two locations we went to yesterday, and they brought up all their Democrat friends are now voting Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, the party is the Democrat Party has gone so far to the left; it's they have abandoned the constituents for these uh, districts, and you know we're seeing this all over the country. It's it's really. Uh, exciting for us as a party. This president has opened the tent to so many new people, and uh, we're seeing this on a national scale. 
Yeah, and it's pretty interesting that the Dems only mentioned China once, you know, maybe twice over the four nights of the DNC, certainly not in a negative way. Do you think that they're in a denial about, you know, the total geopolitical threat that they are because of their Trump derangement and just to oppose Trump or to, you know, to go the insidious route? Do they want to actively sell us out to China? I just don't think they understand uh, how big of a competitor strategically China is. And they believe fundamentally in, in big governments. So I don't think they see China as, as big of a threat as, as people in the U.S. who love and cherish liberty and freedom like we do. Yeah, definitely. And something I was also totally disgusted by was – uh, you know, the DNC's use of our, our dead fellow Americans from the China virus. I mean, I've had it hit to a few people close to me who have passed. And what do you make of their, you know, their going to that sort of level of just disgusting, gross political crap? Well, it's, it's nothing new, unfortunately, for them. Uh, the past three and a half years, they've done nothing but try to blame everything on President Trump. And you, you, we've all lost people due to this virus. It's tragic. Uh, but President Trump didn't cause it. Right. And uh, the administration has actually done a really good job of slowing the spread by stopping travel from China early when uh, Joe Biden criticized him, as we all know. Uh, but also only this president and this administration could get the private sector to come together with the, with the, with the government uh, and, and move as quickly as they did to build an incredible amount of new infrastructure, new materials, PPE, um, ventilators, 100,000 ventilators uh, in such a short period of time to make sure that we are kept safe as as hotspots pop up. Uh, so I'm, I'm really proud of what this president's done uh, as it relates to the, to the virus. And look, we're on phase phase two, which is rebuilding the economy, and that's already happening. Uh, it's the great American comeback. Uh, it's going to keep getting better and better as as time goes by. Hi, Tommy. Matt Vesper here. Uh, the one thing that I was kind of shocked about was how uh, the Democrats really put gun control front and center, uh, made it a cornerstone. One of the I believe it was Wednesday night's yeah, coverage? night three, yeah, night three's coverage, um, given the level of uh, leftist violence engulfing our cities, the lawlessness and and on the fact, the fact that, you know, it has caused 10 million Americans to become gun owners. Any <laughs> any thoughts on that? Well, first of all, the you know what's funny is I, we've got all these friends in you know, California and other blue states who are calling, laughing, saying we, we've got all these friends. They're they're Democrats and they're calling us and they they don't know how to buy guns and they're all buying guns right now and they're asking us how to use them and we're like, wow, you know, yes, people want to be safe, and this is a law enforcement president, but also you know they they are so tone deaf. I mean, to look at what's going on right now in these blue cities like portland chicago and new york city just to name a few baltimore uh, it's it's bad leadership and bad leadership has a you know has a serious price and that's what america would look look like under a biden administration yeah i've heard from a lot of folks especially up in new jersey i was just there visiting my parents and they say that they're concerned that you know the lawlessness continues and god forbid joe biden wins the election there's going to be nothing to stop that from seeping throughout the rest of the country. I think there's there's a lot of fear there, and I think President Trump is right to strike the tone of law and order because overwhelming majorities of Americans want to want to see this violence in these cities stopped. 
Absolutely, you're right about that. And and the president's done uh, a great job of you know Operation Legend. I believe has resulted in 900 arrests uh, in the in the cities they're they're uh, helping uh, provide law enforcement assistance to, um, and and they need it. So it's it's uh, we have a law enforcement president right now, and he's going to keep. I mean, people say that's the most important job a commander in chief has to keep the American people safe. Yeah, an operational legend. I think uh, just as of yesterday, it's close to a hundred murderers taken off the street, including the murderer of legend himself. So, and and what do you make of? Uh, interestingly enough, you know, the New York City uh, Police Department's PBA endorsing President Trump—a move that they haven't done in in quite a long time. It's it, it's happening among uh, amongst uh, associations across the country. Uh, I was actually uh, hanging out with a. a a retired officer in New York City uh, the other day when I was up in, in in New York, and and they are universally supportive of the president, and they understand exactly how dangerous this is. Their they, their friends, their former colleagues, are are out there uh, having water bottles thrown at them, having their funding cut. You know, we want to defend the police, not defund the police. Exactly, 100%. I'm sure you have uh, some internal polls that are much more accurate than the crap the mainstream media puts out, and that probably looks a lot better for us than their their suppression polls do. But there's some other interesting ones out there, like the one that showed Trump tied at 47 in Minnesota, uh, and there's plenty of polling in battleground states like North Carolina, Pennsylvania, and, and some others that show the race extremely competitive. So being 74 days out from Election Day now, uh, in your eyes, what's kind of the state of the race and, and, and where we go from here? Look, we're really excited. The, you know, the polls, polls are polls, but what we see on the ground is real enthusiasm. We have two million volunteers across the country. We have a paid campaign uh, field staff of 1,500 people, uh, which is more than way more than double what Biden and the Democrats have. So they can't catch up with us there. That's worth a lot when we get people out to vote. Um, that army on the ground is really important. Uh, but we think there are a lot of states in play that we didn't uh, win last in 2016. We're really excited. Uh, the momentum is, is building. We've, we're going to have a great week next week uh, with the Republican National Convention uh, with, with some good messaging coming out of that. And then it's on. It's a dead sprint to the finish line. Yeah, and we, we talk a lot here on Triggered about the silent majority being bigger than ever before. And I think that's becoming more and more clear as we go along here. You're absolutely right. Got many Democrat friends uh, who have had enough. And that people are fed up. Uh, we were with a, a main restaurant owner who was actually on Tucker Carlson's show a few weeks ago. He is absolutely fed up. He's fighting to keep his business open. He has 65 employees, and the state keeps trying to shut him down. But that's just a perfect example of government overreach, and that's what we're making a decision uh, on this November. It's does the country go the way it, it should go, the way it's been in the past, where you have the opportunity for free market capitalism, less uh, government interference in your life, or do you go the way uh, where Joe Biden wants to take us, which is a Green New Deal, which would devastate industries, uh, increase the cost of your gasoline and electricity, uh, destroy the lives of 10 million uh, families by by losing, by killing their jobs. And uh, this president has cut like eight regulations for every one new regulation. And you're seeing small businesses uh, pop up and thrive across the country, across all communities. Yeah, and you see the the just 
very clear government overreach with his proposed national mask mandate. That seems like an interesting yeah. tactic. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So mask um, off. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so the uh, our show's next week. The Republican National uh, Convention is is next week. Uh, Tommy, uh, any preview or sneak peek of what, of what we should expect? Uh, for example, I'm pretty sure we're not going to have duplicate people on the virtual audience board if there is one. So anything to uh, well, look out for? We're not going to be leaning on Hollywood. Uh, we're we're going to be celebrating stories of everyday Americans who have been empowered thanks to the, the policies of this president. And uh, we've got Monday is going to be the land of promise. Tuesday will focus on the land of opportunity where the first lady is going to deliver um, remarks from the Rose Garden. Uh, Wednesday is uh, the land of the heroes where vice president is going to deliver remarks from Fort McHenry. And then Thursday will be uh, the land of greatness theme where president Trump's going to deliver remarks from the white house. So we're really excited about uh, the program next week. Yeah, it's certainly going to be an exciting week. Um, and last but certainly not least, our listeners are obviously very staunch Trump supporters. A lot of them, you know, want to know how they can get involved, what they should do. So what would you tell them right now they can do that would be the most helpful to get us that vital win on November 3rd? Well, thanks for asking. You know, we'd love to have all of them who haven't already joined the movement. It's really easy. Go to armyfortrump.com. And that's where you can sign up to be a, a neighborhood team leader, which is where you get out in your community and and uh, talk about the great things the American people have accomplished under this president. Uh, you can register voters. That's really important. There's still time to do it. Uh, so we need to keep registering. We've, we've already registered more than double what we did in, in 2016. But uh, we need to register more voters and make sure we get them out to vote. And that's that's the best way they can help us. And we're really excited about this movement, and it's really important for our country. We want to have our country be the land of the free and the land of the prosperous for the next century. And we can really, truly make the 21st century the American century if we win this thing and have four more years. Exactly. And those registration numbers are very promising. I've got a good feeling about that. So um, you can find Tommy Hicks on Twitter at at Tommy Hicks, G-O-P. Thanks so much for joining us, Tommy. Keep fighting the good fight out there and uh, we'll hope to speak to you soon. We will. And thank you guys. Take care. All right. So let's do the rest of the show here. We've got some interesting stuff to hit on. Obviously, last night was the final night of the DNC. Thank God. Well, you know, we were sitting here watching that last night and it was the first time I had watched this week because I was on vacation and storm was about to hit the crack pipes. So. Oh my god! I was like suicidal. I know. I'm like, I, know. <laughs> I, I literally asked yeah. Matt. I was like, "Is yeah. this what it's been like the whole oh, week? It's been horrible. It's like it's like it's literally a whole a lens into a, a warped thing. It is. Land. It it's really a, is. It's an it's, alternate it's reality nuts. because I mean, just the social justice warrior bullshit. Like, yeah. it was enough to give me a headache. Yeah. I mean, who watches that and actually thinks, oh, yeah, we should turn our country over to these people? Yeah. That really would be a fun time. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me with that? Obviously, the hallmark uh, moment of the evening was the Biden speech, which was very, 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 very light in policy. And uh, it was boring, man. It was I, I was dozing off after like three minutes. It was boring. You know, Biden proved that he could still read a teleprompter for the most part, well, so that was impressive. Well, I guess. we all know that he, he, he's been practicing for about 17 hours a day for the past three days to make sure he doesn't screw up. Well, that's so. what I said. I was like, people were like, oh, it was a great speech. I'm like, 
He's reading yeah, off a teleprompter. It was like it was like a twenty-two minute speech off a teleprompter that he practiced at least fifty times if yeah. they knew what was good. Also, you know, this is alleged here, just making my own assumption. Yeah. I think they drugged him up. I think they gave him <laughs> some Adderall or something because that was the most focused that he's been in months. Yeah. Okay, you could tell. Yeah. But uh, also, you could tell he's old as because yeah. on TV he's not looking so great anymore. No, he's not. That's for sure. He's not. But you know, and listen again, like 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 you said, it's a low bar. It's one thing to read off a teleprompter. It's another thing when you have to be off cu- off the cuff, off script, one on one with Trump on a debate stage. And let me tell you, you know who else wasn't good off uh, reading off? You know, going off script was Barack Obama. That's for true. All of his eloquence. For all, I mean, don't get me wrong. Barack Obama has political skills. I'm not. Let's let's you know. I'm not denying that. But when that teleprompter malfunctioned or he had to go off the cuff during a speech, it was uh, ugly. Yeah. Very ugly. Remember so. when he used to say, uh, uh, we yeah. used to count the uhs? Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Good times. And listen, I mean, I mean, he read off the teleprompter. I mean, I, I, okay, I guess, you know, I guess I was hoping for a Chernobyl-style disaster. Yeah. But you can't always get what you want in the words of St. Nick. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Listen, he 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 gave his thing. Thank God it's over. There was no message for the past four days. All I know is that you know John Lewis did some stuff. People are mad about COVID. People don't like Trump. This, that, and the other. And mm-hmm. I don't know what Joe's agenda is. Besides well, these delicate saying that they want to destroy capitalism through the Green New Deal and um, among other things in these caucus meetings, uh, apparently, you know, like Liz Warren was apparently uh, <coughs> part of the Native American you mean, caucus uh, meeting. You mean Chief Focahontas? <laughs> yeah, Chief, yeah, Tomahawk whoa, Liz. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you remember when the guy did that? The representative, oh, yes. did, I forget who oh, it was. Oh, my God. You know, Liz Warren. Hall of you know, Fame. Whoa, whoa. Hall of <laughs> I can't do it again. <laughs> um, all right. But, like, right, I mean, it was just like, it was no, I think, I think your buddy basically uh summarized it perfectly i am very upset and i blame trump oh yeah the democrats whole yeah, message was that was it. yeah we're upset and it's trump's and fault it's trump's fault like that's okay. not really i mean okay so you're the anti-trump party you're biden's the anti-trump candidate obviously is that enough because Kerry was the anti-bush and lost well that Romney was, was the anti-obama and lost well that was the whole week yeah the whole week was that and the reason they don't want to talk about the policies is because the policies that they support are not favored by a majority of the country. No. Look at defund the police. Right. Not even the blacks want to defund the police. In fact, they want more police. Yeah. So And you look at things like the Green New Scam oh and God. banning fracking and healthcare yeah. for illegals, you know, open borders, uh, socialized healthcare. You have I mean the list goes on and on. What yeah. else do we got out of that one? Oh, uh, oh, they're gonna take your guns. Don't forget yeah, about that one. Yeah. That's a key one. Always, always, always buy guns and yeah. buy ammo. Big big gun control push. Uh, and then the the just the the COVID the COVID nonsense. I mean, yeah, I, you, you were away, but you would have blown a gasket over this who was like, my, my father's only pre-existing condition was that he supported Trump and now he's dead from COVID. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, oh my God. And I mean, I was personally just appalled last night with yeah. that. So you're right. I probably would have blown my yeah. lid, but. It was bonkers. It was absolutely insane to watch. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. You know, it's just. You have uh, these families who have lost people. They've lost sons. They've yeah. lost grandparents. You know, yeah. I one of my friends died. My grandmother, like, yeah. you know, th- 
what they're doing is just totally disgusting. And I think that those millions of people would agree with me in the fact that they shouldn't be using these deaths for political gain. Yeah, it, it's very uns- – it's nasty. You it, know? Just na- I, mean, I mean – and first of all, no one knew – no one – still to this day, no one knows because the experts are, stu- are too busy going on the MSNBC and CNN spewing anti-Trump vitriol instead of understanding the virus, A. B – well, didn't the Democrats say – because as soon as Trump said there might be something going on in China regarding a pathogen, it was, oh, no, no, he's just being racist. Go outside and party. Oh, yeah. So what – I don't – I mean we remember Democrats. It wasn't that f***ing long ago. Well, I, br- I brought up that point last yeah. night. I forget who I was yeah. talking to. I think I was talking to Katie. Yeah. And I was like – they say, oh, yeah, put us into power and the, the pandemic will go away, right? Well, yeah. let's look at the facts here. Yeah. One, the Democrats opposed every single travel restriction that President Trump put into place, right? Yes. And they say all these things like, you know, we need to do testing and we need to give money and this and that. That's all things that President Trump has already did. We by far have the best testing system in the world. Yes, could it be improved? Yes. Of course it could be improved. Yes. We're developing new things day by day. Yes. But the best testing system in the world by far the closest to a legitimate vaccine of any country in the world the president has found therapeutics that have been massively successful in lowering the mortality rate hydroxychloroquine hydroxychloroquine, yeah all of it right it helped so when they say oh yeah put us into power and the pandemic will go away that's because it's manufactured political bullshit at this point it'll go away because the press will say Oh, okay. I guess it's fine to go back yeah. to school now. You know, yeah. no conditions on the ground have changed. Yeah. Nothing yeah. has changed, but it's okay to go back to school yeah. because the Democrats are in power yeah. and the media will stop their fear porn. Everything will reopen and yeah. we'll be back to normal because the yeah. person in power has changed. And basically it will go away because their the Democrat plan is to infect everybody. Yeah. It will, well, it, I mean, that, I mean that, that's, what, that's why it's burning off in New York City. It's not because, you know, the virus went – it's because everybody got infected. Yeah, they reached herd immunity. Yeah, everyone got infected and then all the old people, all the people with comorbid, comorbidities, excuse me, died. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, if they hell want, of a plan. And if they, if they really want to go down this road, one, yeah. the, uh, the opposition to the travel bans will come yes. back to bite them. Yes. Two – the downplaying of the severity of this from the beginning, from the left, from people like CNN, and, you know, Brian Stelter, yeah. the networks, ABC, all of them were downplaying it. While, remember, we were not downplaying it here yeah. on Triggered. We were talking about it in yeah. January. We were like, something's going on yeah. in Wuhan. It's and not good and it's spreading. Exactly. So, you know, I and if they, if they really want to go down the road of politicizing yeah. these deaths, let's talk about the governors in the Northeast, all Democrats. Yeah. Adolf, All Democrats. Adolf Whitmer, King Murphy. Well, yeah, King Murphy. Yeah. That's what my mom calls yeah. me. I, I like that. Um, Dude, that's, that's hilarious. And my dad's not calling that. These governors forced sick, infected COVID patients into nursing homes. Yeah. And just in New York alone, Governor Cuomo is directly responsible for at least over 11,000 deaths in nursing homes yeah. because of his executive order. Yeah. New Jersey is the same story. So if we want to talk about who's really responsible for it's deaths. Yeah. yeah. It's a party of death. And let me tell you, you know, about almost half of the entire U.S. Uh, death toll from COVID is coming from the nursing homes. Yeah. So, again, not to mitigate the suffering and the loss here, folks, but if you take that away, this the, the, the true – like the death toll from COVID – 
I mean, taking away the the ones that could have been totally avoided if the Democrats weren't a bunch of dumb mm-hmm. is a very bad flu season. I believe in 2017 we had close to 70,000 deaths from the flu because they, they, they picked the wrong vaccine. But, right. Well, uh, that's another one of the I lies mean, that they were spouting last night. We had six kids die in Texas. I mean, yeah, Texas we're, school. From, we're going to talk flu. more about the lies that they laid out last night and yeah. throughout this whole week. But one of those lies is that America is doing worse than any other country at, at oh handling COVID. Which is just a total lie. If you look at deaths per one million citizens, yeah. there's 10 to 15 countries ahead of us on that count, yes. right? Yeah, our number's high because we're a country of 350 million people. Yeah. And we all know that China has the highest death toll. Exactly. I mean, by fo- I mean folks, let's not forget, they were, re- uh, they were reeling in incinerators to burn all the bodies and they were running them 24 hours yeah. a day for weeks you don't have it's not low if those things and first remember those incinerators are about to conk out that's how much they were running uh-huh there's piles of bodies yeah in china they had hundreds and hundreds of thousands of canceled yeah cell phone accounts yeah because and, and in china that account is like the way that the government tracks you. So they're oh, not yeah. going to just let you cancel it yeah. unless you're dead. Doc- Remember, they were wielding, they were they they were welding apartment doors Yo, God, shut. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So to totally just say that the United States has the most deaths yeah. is wrong. Ro- yeah. To say that we have the most deaths per capita is wrong. Yeah. We have the most testing per capita, yeah. and we've had the most improvement in the mortality rates. If you look at the mortality rates below seventy years old, it's like. More, Point zero eight. Yeah. More people it, have died from the seasonal flu yeah. this year than COVID in, yeah. in that demographic. And also, let's not forget, I mean, again, let's go back to China here. There were good doctors in China that tried to raise awareness and alarm. There were journalists uh-huh. who tried to do the same thing. There were vloggers who tried to do the same thing. There were citizen, you know, citizen journalists, independent journalists who tried to do the same thing. Where are they? Where are they? They have disappeared. The SS Gestapo of the, of China has has. They vanished. Yeah. I think we all know where they went. Yeah. Um, Just like so, the Uyghurs. Yeah. What, what are they hiding? They destroyed samples of this thing in December well, of last year. They have year. a lot of they questions to answer. Yeah. They have a lot of questions because they destroyed the lab samples. Yeah. They hid the origin. Yep. They let international flights continue even though they banned domestic travel from city to city. Yeah. They did lockdowns there but let people deliberately out of the country to spread it to the rest of the world. Yeah. And – you know, the question becomes, and, and you could call it tinfoil hat if you want, the yeah. question becomes, did they do this on purpose? Yeah. And I really want to know, did they do it on purpose? Yeah. Because I have a feeling that they did. Yeah. And they were on the brink. Trump had them on the brink. Yeah, they were losing the, 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 the econ negotiations, the... The, Not only that, they, they were, were losing, losing internal control of yeah. the country. Oh, yeah. The Hong Kong protests were spreading outside of Hong Kong. Yep. They they had to do something. And I'm not saying, you know, maybe it was accidental at first. And then they said, well, the cat's out of the bag, so we might as yeah. well f*** everyone else over first. Yeah. They, they deliberately moved it out of the country. I really believe that. Yeah. And you could call me crazy all you want. But yeah. it's no more it, – it's certainly less crazy than the left's postal service conspiracy theories. Oh, my theories. God. Talk about – Insane. That's insane. And I am not a Q guy. I've said this plenty of time. No. But for them to be bashing on Q while they're spouting this ridiculous USPS conspiracy theory that the Postal Service is, is you know, Trump's, Trump's campaign arm. Yeah, yeah. And, or, and, or he's trying to destroy it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's trying to destroy, trying to destroy the, the Postal, postal service. service. Meanwhile, 
they parroted the Russia collusion hoax yep. for years, yep. which was way worse than anything that Q has ever done. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, at this point, conspiracy theories are no longer disqualifying factors when it comes to candidates, in my opinion. If you keep this USPS thing alive and don't push back on it and keep peddling it the way that the liberal media has, the way that Democrats have, yeah. they're doing it right now. The Postmaster General is actually is getting grilled right now, I believe. I think um, it's almost done. It's almost done. Yeah. yeah. But, like, you know, again, they're, they're crazy is okay, but our crazy is not. Well, you well, know yeah. what? If we're going to play by these rules, sorry, I'm not going to play by these rules. Have you, all the crazy's fine. <laughs> you've seen Rachel Maddow's show on MSNBC. Oh, my God. It's, she's the Alex Jones of the left. She blamed she, the, the Green Beret ambush in Africa on the executive order on immigration. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. 600 miles apart. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I know. It's it's unbelievable. We're not going to go into that. I'll, I'll get too angry about that because that I mean just geography alone just just debunks that. Yeah. Even even you even had Wapo bloggers who were like, "Yeah, this is f-ing crazy, Rachel." I'm just <laughs> I'm just so over the politicization of the of the Chinese virus. Yeah, like you go from they say, "Oh, calling it the Chinese virus is racist." Where'd they it come called from? it. Yeah, they called it the Wuhan coronavirus at the beginning. Yeah. Let us not forget. Yeah, this they all called it yeah. the Wuhan virus. This didn't uh, originate in Oakland. No, I know. I mean, ha- they oh, would... also Hong Kong flu. That was a that was yeah. a viral outbreak back in the sixties. Are we going to now rename past pandemics, outbreaks, and epidemics now because you know uh, the the origin might be racist? Well, look at the name. That's going to happen. By the way, I shouldn't even say that. I look at the name of viruses around the world. You have West Nile virus, yeah. right? You have Lyme's disease. Oh, yeah. You, all these – the Spanish flu. Yeah. All these things are named from their country of origin. Yeah. Ebola is named from the Ebola River area, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where it f-ing originated. Yeah. Okay, so I, I feel like I'm going crazy here with these people. And they, they talk about, oh, President Trump is responsible for all of this, okay? Oh, I'd love God. to know what dementia-ridden Joe Biden would have done to – Make this pandemic less worse while also making the economic crisis less worse. He would have given, given China a $50 billion yeah. aid package. Well, because they continue <laughs> to say these things, right? Well, well we would have done this and this. Yeah. They don't have specific concrete things they would have done. Yeah. In fact, we have proof that they would have not done things that President Trump did that directly yeah. saved possibly a million a cool. million American lives by shutting down entry from China yeah. and then shutting down entry from Europe that massively stopped the import yeah. of the virus, which, of course, was already here. Yeah. So, I mean, what are these it's people easy. Want? It's easy for these folks to yell from the cheap seats. So, yeah. You know, I mean, that, that, Them, yeah. President yeah. Trump in the administration of ICE has done a great job. Yeah. Right? Every single time they've been criticized for something, yeah. it's been fixed immediately. With what we've what, known. What, what more do you known? want? Yeah, exactly. What we know, I mean, he's he worked with the best with, with what we've got. I mean... The testing has been unbelievable. Remember the ventilators? Well, we yeah. have ventilators. How, haven't you noticed, folks? There's no... For weeks, there's been no talk about ventilators because we have been making them hand over fist. That's because every single American that needed a ventilator got a ventilator. Yep. And there now, was never a situation. There was never a shortage of hospital beds. Yeah. They played that game. You remember yep. that? Yeah, I remember that, yeah. I mean, it's one thing after another. We're actually China. now exporting ventilators to countries right. in Europe. Right. I saw so that. Many. So uh, y- Joe yeah. Biden wouldn't have been able to get these companies to do 
these massive oh, God, deals no, no, for PPE no. and ventilators, you know, the Defense Production Act. I mean, yeah. it's just unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And Operation Warp Speed, which yeah. is massively... The response has been good. Yeah. I, and especially given a, given that Trump is dealing with a medical expert community that is that, that, that hates him probably more than the, you know, the producers at MSNBC. Yeah. Well, even so, Fauci himself said that the China move saved hundreds of thousands, if not yeah. a million and lives. He was, and he was against it. I, th- I believe. Wasn't Fauci initially Fauci was that? initially yeah, against it. And then later on it. said, oh, it yeah. was a good idea. And then Fauci f***ed up on the masks. Well, they all f***ed up on the masks. Yeah, I mean, but the mask thing was, the, the, that, that, the was only a, reason, that was a nightmare storm. The only reason that they did that from the beginning, yeah. and it's, it's, like, it's terrible, but it had to be done, was because they couldn't have the public rushing the yeah. mass supply. The mass supply was already low because oh, of the yeah. act of war. Well, you have the Obama yeah. not restocking the national emergency stockpile. Yeah. That's one. That's big bad. issue. Yeah. Two, you have China. Yeah, I remember that. The act of war of hoarding all of this yeah. medical supplies and buying everything up before the virus even made it out of yeah. the country. And then preventing the American man. Then they kept our factories. Yeah, the factories. They kept our factories from sending stuff to America. So, you know, let's talk in full context here of these things. They try to act like, you know, they they act like President Trump invented the Chinese virus himself and he personally released it out into the country. Yeah. That's what they act. They're like. really into this whole collusion stuff. There's, tr- you know, Trump Russia collusion now. Apparently, I guess you can call that Trump Beijing collusion. Apparently, you know, they he worked, he worked. He was like, listen, get one of those. What what, what the f- is that animal? The pangoloid. The pangolin. Get the pangolin, <laughs> and create a virus. I want you to lie and say it was the wet markets, and then release it around, well, it, around January because doing it during an election year is really, really what I want to happen. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course. You know, definitely Trump wanted this during yeah. an election year, and for Biden to hide in his basement, yeah. which oh, the coronavirus gives Biden the biggest. Advantage. Oh, oh absolutely. And, and if by if this was normal time and Biden had to do campaign rally after campaign rally, he'd be done. It would be he. He'd be done. passing out like Hillary done. was. I don't think he. Would, I don't think he would win the nomination. I actually. That's probably true. Probably true. He was yeah. on the ropes before the virus yeah. hit. And Nobody liked this guy. But you. But you also. You know. You have the president out here trying to do his best, and. They all they do is beat up on him every single day for anything, yeah. you know. If if the president says the sky is blue, they're like, no, no, no it's, it's purple. Yeah, yeah. And I, I honestly think that we may have had a slightly more rapid response if we didn't deal with this impeachment nonsense. And that's I, also I, true. I, I, I know. I know. It seems like a long time ago, folks. It was only February that we were dealing with this. this the first this Ukrainian bull with the aid. Remember that the, the first this, yeah. case of the virus. At yeah. least according to medical officials, mm-hmm. arrived in the U.S. when the impeachment hearings were going on. Yeah. So talk yeah. about a distraction, right? Yeah. The Democrats are trying to remove President Trump from office. Yeah. For in, nothing. In a soft coup. For not in a coup. Yeah. yeah. And they say, "Oh well, why were you distracted? Oh, I f-ing wonder why. Yeah, yeah. Because because in an impeachment." The entire White House is mobilized to fight it, yeah. right? And, and you drag the entire nation's attention away from the yeah, coronavirus. Yeah, it's it's a loaded. And the, all it was last night in this speech that Biden gave, it was emotional empathy, sympathy bullshit. No policy, yeah, whatsoever. And, uh, you know, as our friend Larry O'Connor sarcastically said on Twitter last night, when I think of a great president like George Washington, I really think of his empathy. And that's yeah. like, 
for me and for him, and I agree with him. That's good. Empathy is not something I look for in a fucking president. Okay, yeah. I want our president to be tough. I want our president to be tough on China, tough on our enemies, and and root for America and support yeah. America. We need. Meanwhile, you have yeah, the Biden people. We need toughness right now. You have Absolutely. the Biden people essentially out here. You know, they wouldn't admit this publicly, but I'm yeah. sure they're talking about it behind closed doors, hoping that the coronavirus doesn't go away. Yeah. Okay? He started his speech off last night by saying, there's no miracle coming. What does that do for the psyche yeah. of the American people? You need some hope here. We need some hope that we're going to get a, a vaccine. Point. Yeah. Hey, remember Jimmy Carter blamed blamed America for the economic torpor that it was in at the time. We're in a national malaise. Yeah. That's something you really want to hear from the president of the United States. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I mean – <laughs> and Larry and Larry has a great column up on townhall.com yeah. right now talking about why that empathy is a load of bullshit. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about all the rest of the lies that were in just last night's uh, two hours because they really had a, a, a tough time, well, to tough relationship with the truth last yeah. night. Uh, Secretary of State of Michigan, Jocelyn Benson, who's clearly a moron, <laughs> said that mail-in voting, universal mail-in voting, is the exact same as absentee voting. Let's oh take a listen to that. Oh my God. And let's be clear. There is absolutely zero difference between voting by mail and voting absentee. Millions of Americans have been voting absentee for decades. Donald Trump, his family, his staff, they all vote by mail. And you being smart listeners of Triggered know that that's totally a f-ing lie. Yeah. Mail-in voting is not the same as absentee. As we've rehashed several times here, absentee, you must request your ballot first, which would mean you are expecting it or you would receive it and then decide not to return it, which is perfectly fine. And universal mail-in voting, they, they send a ballot, a actual ballot, to every single registered voter. And we all know that the voter rolls in this country are completely up you got dead people on them all over the place dogs get people's pets on there yeah someone's cat that died nine years ago received a ballot yeah are you kidding me but yeah these elections are going to be totally safe right i mean they're just as credible as any north korean election and then you and then they had the gall last night to talk about russia and how president trump loves dictators oh so here's interesting an interesting point to me he says President Trump is cozy with dictators. Let's not forget Mubarak, mm-hmm. Iran, yep. the Iran deal yep. with uh, what's his name, Khomeini, Ayatollah Khomeini. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And and then last but not least, yeah, they bring this point up of Russia. If I recall correctly, and maybe you know my memory is just all f-ed up at this point, like Joe, they let Russia take a part of Ukraine. And did nothing. nothing. They did nothing. Yeah, they did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. Refused yeah. to arm the Ukrainians with the weapons that they needed from America yeah. that later President Trump did arm them with, by the way. They allowed the Russians to come into Syria. Oh, yeah, they Therefore, let them take over further, the Middle East. Further complicating that that issue. Uh, you know, uh, And not only that, but they talk about the election meddling. Yep. Let's not forget who was president when the meddling was done, right? Yep. This so-called meddling, which, yep. you know, is total bullshit. They tried, anyway, to, they tried but, to meddle in the Israeli elections in 2014, 2015. The Democrats. Oh, yeah. The yeah. They, well, they yeah, tried they to use State yeah, Department yeah, yeah, funds yeah, to get rid State of Department. Netanyahu. Yeah, they tried to do that. So, again, it's just, yeah. Oh, remember, Yemen was now a blueprint for counterterrorism operations. Yeah, Libya, too. Yemen collapsed. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's still in the civil war right now. So... 
Everything. Yet for some reason, you want to take a vacation to the Middle no, East. No, 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 no. I want to go to Oman. That's different. They're, they're, that's different. They're right next to yeah, each other. Yeah, it's different. It's kind of like uh, the Dominican's very nice, but then Haiti's like not that's so fair. good. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, There is a mountain range yeah, in between. Yeah. So, um, but like, every place that this, especially with him and Hillary was our top diplomat, oh, every place God. where all these people went has either just been just honestly set ablaze. The Arab Spring was a total miscalculation. That has become just like terrorist havens right now. Libya is a mess. It, 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 the, the last thing we need to do, and Robert Gates mentioned this, is to listen to Joe Biden on foreign policy because he's been wrong about everything for the past 30 years. Yeah. So, Trump has been cleaning up his mess. Yeah. Look at this. We're on the precipice of potential peace in the Middle East. Yeah. Okay. He's been cleaning this I can't up. believe that that got suffocated in like less than 10 hours. Yeah, of course. Well, this is because it's good news. It's great news. But just like it's like yeah. uh, it's like it's like if uh, if um, I don't know if the media, you know, refused to report on like the salt treaties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Something like that it's, at the time. It's unbelievable. Like, and, you know, they talk about, oh, well, Russia wants Trump to be reelected. Well, is it really yeah. that surprising, though? Yeah. Because our relationship with Russia has been fine over yeah. the last four years. Yeah. We haven't had any issues. You know, they didn't take a chunk of land in f-ing Europe like under Obama. Yeah. Or Asia, whatever Ukraine is. I don't know. It's right there. Well, on the yeah, border. but yeah, it's. But Russians are always kind of in between. Okay. Europe, yeah. Asia so we are not there. escalating with Russia. No. Okay. On the other hand, though, we are escalating with China and Iran because they're clear enemies of the United States with active measures against us in many ways. And, oh, that's interesting. That's the two countries that want Joe Biden to win, according to intelligence reports. They don't want to talk about that, huh? No, no, no. And, you know, last night – I mean I could talk about this all day, but last night – let's get back to last night. Yeah. So on day one, Joe Biden says that he would implement a nationwide mask mandate. Let's take a listen to that. We'll have a national mandate to wear a mask, not as a burden, but as a patriotic duty to protect one another. Interestingly enough, he doesn't say what power he would have to do that because it would be unconstitutional. Yes. Uh, according to many who have looked at this thus far in this pandemic. And unenforceable. Right. Unless, what are you going to do? Unless there's a surveillance state. You can have ICE agents yeah, go say, really. oh, you got, got a mask on? Yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. This morning while I was walking the dogs, some lady in our neighborhood here gave me for not wearing a mask outside. Oh, was it, uh, what's her name? No, 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 not on our block. Uh, I walked him down, like, into the neighborhood. I don't know who it was. Never seen her before in my life. But uh, she said, hey, you really should be wearing a mask because there's other people out here. And... I was I hadn't had my coffee yet, oh, you, so I was pretty land, pretty her? choppy. Oh yeah. I I said something along the lines of you know for lack of better phrasing here, I I think it was like, why don't you go f- yourself? <laughs> and then a word that I'm definitely not going to repeat on here. She was appalled, and I just walked away. Yeah. I was like, are you kidding me? These people. Everybody knows they should be wearing a mask. There's times where it's personal choice not to wear a mask. I'm not concerned walking the dogs around our freaking neighborhood that's a dead end. Yeah, that's ridiculous. About some randos coming through and giving me the Rona. That's that's ridiculous. Like, come on. Yeah. These Karens are unbelievable. Well, and that's why it's not a criminal offense here in Virginia. Because Ralph – Governor Blackface knows that the Nova liberals will be – will deputize themselves as the COVID police and do exactly what they did to you. Well, it's – to me, it's it's more of a – I'm just sick and tired of the mask Nazis. 
Yeah. Okay? Like, everybody knows they should be wearing a mask, okay? Yeah. It's their choice if yeah. they want to wear a mask or not. Yeah. This is still America. There's still freedoms in this country, yeah. okay? And you're whatever, right. And whatever you're happened right. to my body, my choice oh, on the yeah. left, Oh, right? well, you know, when it comes to baby killing, you know, it's different. Right, story. yeah, they could kill babies, yeah, but God forbid story. you don't wear a mask. I would say, listen... You were outside, man. There was no one. No, around. I know it's outside. If you were like inside, like a crowded, re like a restaurant or something, different story, I guess. Which maybe. I wouldn't it's be still doing. Like it's just totally absurd yeah. to me that these people think that they have the right to speak up. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Yeah. Also, half the people that speak up about this shit are wearing those cloth masks uh, that are uh, porous yeah. Yeah. and do nothing, do nothing to stop the virus. Or they're like putting it below their nose, yeah. which does nothing. Yeah. By the way, did you that? brings up a good point because the, yeah. the girl who beat a, a poor young trump supporter outside oh, of the that. dnc yeah, yesterday yeah, 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 yeah. wasn't wearing her mask properly that's why i remembered that and yeah. jogged my memory you know arrest her. we haven't heard about that arrest right? her yep you should arrest we should arrest her arrest you know, her the, the the democrats violence against republicans is escalating but we don't hear about that yeah. um then an even bigger lie by joe biden Joe Biden said he would not tolerate Russian bounties on the heads of American soldiers or interference in our elections. Let's take a listen to that. I'll be a president who will stand with our allies and friends and make it clear to our adversaries the days of cozying up to dictators is over. Under President Biden, America will not turn a blind eye to Russian bounties on the heads of American soldiers. Nor will I put up with foreign interference in our most sacred democratic exercise, voting. Uh, too bad for Joe, though, that the facts don't lay that out because there's no consensus on the reports of Russian bounties on U.S. troops. In fact, yeah. most military leaders have actually contradicted that report. And like we just talked about, the Obama-Biden administration did absolutely nothing to hold Russia accountable in 2016 for their, quote, election interference. Aye, so, aye. you know, they just go out there, they parrot these lies, the left-wing media eats it up they're on their knees for this guy yeah and it's just one thing after another. you know they they always say oh well we're the arbiters of truth right yeah the facts yeah. should lead the way yeah well facts let's matter. take a look right you know you tweeted last night about them emptying out the national emergency stockpile of n95 yeah. masks yeah and you had people saying oh that's a lie that's not true i know yeah. what <laughs> PolitiFact said it was true, and yeah. PolitiFact is as left as it gets. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And the DNC's silence on the violence, murder, looting, and rioting going on in our cities is just totally deafening. And I think you wrote about this, right? Maybe? I don't know. Someone, someone else. Someone but did, yeah. The, you know, they're talking about, oh, well, you know, we're civic-minded and, you know, you, but when it comes to the crime and violence and death and destruction and gutting, absolute gutting of black communities, nothing but crickets, nope. right? Nope. Black lives matter, nope. but only some black lives. Yeah. Only if you're a Democrat yeah. do they really matter, yeah. right? And what about the murder of uh, that five-year-old oh, yeah. in North, North Carolina. Carolina? What's his Was, name? I, Cameron? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Executed by his neighbor, I believe. Uh -huh. The guy, I mean, it, it's I mean, it's horrible. Five years, five years old, just walks up and shoots him in the head. Mm -hmm. Nothing about that. Nothing about the Hispanic man who intentionally drove over a, a, a former uh, Fairfax County police officer in Michigan. Mm -hmm. 
because he nothing because he drove a Harley. He was riding a Harley da- uh, Davidson bi- motorcycle, and that's apparently like white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And nothing about the black man that dragged a white man out of his truck in Portland and then beat the ever living crap out of him. Yeah. Nothing about that in the mainstream media. And instead of talking about the tragic and shocking rate that black Americans are being slaughtered in these cities, the Democrats dedicated an entire segment to vowing stricter gun laws for law-abiding citizens in this country. They focused on the smallest fraction of shooting deaths in calling for these gun laws. So in a time when the nation is feeling more insecure in their own hometowns than they have in decades, the Democrats are saying, you know what? Let's take away your only right to self-defense. Yeah. So, Dang, fine. let's circle back to yeah. the usual motto of this show. <laughs> buy guns and buy ammo. Very hard to do right now. Very hard to do right now. But you should at any cost, honestly. Buy tanks, too. Last but not least, you know, however... The president is, of course, talking about what's really happening in this country, and President Trump has made law and order a core campaign issue. Yesterday, he was in Old Forge, Pennsylvania. Uh, I believe he was also in Scranton. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Old Forge right near Scranton. I think it's yeah. somewhere in the same area. Uh, he's been making the rounds. And, you know, he's actually campaigning out there, which is nice, but he had a lot to say about uh, the, the endless violence that's going on in our Democrat cities. Let's take a listen to that. If you want a vision of your life under Biden presidency, think of the smoldering ruins in Minneapolis, the violent anarchy of Portland, the bloodstained sidewalks of Chicago, and imagine the mayhem coming to your town and every single town in America. You're not going to have law and order. Do you notice? And I shouldn't say it because I'll put it in his speech if he can read it, which I doubt. But they'll put it in there tonight. I shouldn't say it because he's going to speak later. And he's spot on. Yeah. You know, the, the, the carnage that's going on here. And, and the Democrats refuse to even acknowledge it as a fact. You had Juan Williams on The Five yesterday uh, disputing the, the indisputed fact that murder is climbing significantly in these Democrat-run cities. Up between 30 to 70% yeah. in some cities. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, if you watch the DNC, nothing's happening. I know that Philadelphia has already has more murders this year than the entire year had in 2014, 2013, 2012, 2011, and so on. Wow. So, so we're going almost to Mayor Street's tenure. Yes. Mayor Street, when Mayor Street was running that city, folks, it was horrendous. Yeah. I think it was a murder a day when mm-hmm. he was mayor. Nutter wasn't bad. I mean, he was still a f-ing lib. Yeah. But this Kenny guy, Jim Kenny. Oh, my oh God. Oh, boy. Oh, my he's God. He's a real f-ing loser, yeah. that's for sure. And it, Sanctuary these, City uh, Kenny. Yeah, yep. These, yeah. These, these feckless Dem leaders just underline the fact that we need to reelect President Trump. And the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters. So be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you are one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's TRIGGERED. 
Triggered, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. And uh, as we just talked about, the rioting continues in, in many cities, more predominantly in Portland than others. I believe now what we're up to in the high 70s as far as number of days that this has been going on. Yeah. Now they've taken the the protests into the more suburban areas of Portland and they're marauding. Oh, with those wake up chants? Yeah, yeah they're, oh they're marauding God. the streets yeah. after 11 p.m. to yeah. try to wake people up to somehow shame them into supporting their cause. They've actively vandalized neighborhoods. They've ripped down American flags. They've burned American flags. And those are the people that the former top law enforcement officer in this country, James Comey, wants you to support. And he wants everybody to vote for Joe Biden. Oh, God. Beyond that, hmm, I wonder why he would want to change an administration. He wants his old job back. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't know that he wants his old job back. I think he just wants to avoid jail. Oh, well, that's because too. Because the Durham investigation may be making him a little bit nervous. Ooh. We have, I mean, there is clear-cut proof that he lied in front of Congress, yeah. right? So isn't that what Roger Stone was going to go to yeah. jail for? Yeah. I mean, come on. Where's I mean, where's the single standard? And he standard? also purposely leaked his uh, his his memos on the meetings he had with Trump to a friend. You know, he gave them to a friend for the purpose of being leaked to the to the New York Times to get that special counsel investigation uh-huh. going. So yeah, yep, totally agree. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's classified information, Storm, isn't it? Uh, talking with the president. Well, I'm not sure. I don't think it was no. classified, but I do think it was covered by executive privilege, so yeah. he did not have the right to do uh, it. So it was a violation yeah. of government code. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's scary what these Democrats represent. And now Chuck Schumer is saying that uh, there is no doubt that they will eliminate the filibuster should they win the Senate majority. Well, there you go. And that should scare the crap out of everybody because they only need to pick up four seats and three if they win the presidency. Yeah. And... God forbid they remove the filibuster because we think Obamacare was bad, the way that they rammed that through. Well, they got Medicare for all will get ramped, will get passed. Absolutely, Medicare for all, green new scam, increased federal minimum wage, which will crush small businesses even more so than they are now. Yeah, I mean the list goes on and on. Guns, yeah, everything. And they're feminazi judges. Yeah. Oh, let's Easily. not forget that. Yeah. Oh man, it's. They might even impeach the judges that uh, Trump picked simply because he picked them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, no, for no other reason. So it's so it's gonna be a it's gonna be bad. Well, there's one way to avoid going down that road, and that's for us to win this election. So we got to yeah. get out there and do it, guys. We have 74 days. Let's look at a little bit of a poll update here. Obviously, you know we don't put a ton of stock in polls, but I do enjoy you know tracking the horse race a little bit. And it's been interesting to see that now that they've a lot of these polls have gone to likely voter models, the margin has shrunk significantly. Uh, but interestingly enough, this week, uh, the Rasmussen tracking poll, which is very, very accurate, shows President Trump's daily approval rating, which had been bouncing around, you know, 46, 47, 48, jumped three points overnight to 51%. So is the Democrat convention giving a a bump to President <laughs> Trump when traditionally it's the opposite? Yeah. What do you think of that? I It's very – I think, well – 
I don't know. I mean, these these convention polls, they they're they're gonna fluctuate. Well, I'm not, but this isn't an election poll, right? Oh, this is approval. The rating. approval ratings. So I mean, the, I think it's the, gone up. Idea, I think it's gone up eight points this week. Yeah, so, the idea I is mean, that these people are now seeing what the alternative is. Yeah, so they're saying, well, they, I think this, maybe we yeah. stick what we've got, yeah. right? And President Trump, you know, maybe we don't mm. like him. He's too brash. He's too harsh. Yeah. Whatever. But but he's not a whiner. It, well, all before, these people whined for four days. And did that, right, that, right. that basically all they saw. But they, they, they very, they're very clear in that they want to fundamentally transform the United States of America, yeah. taking a line from you know Barack Obama. But I think that the incumbent advantage is giving him this boost because they see the alternative of these people. And before the China virus came, things were fantastic. Oh, Trump was going to... The best they've yeah. ever been. He was going to roll to a landslide yeah. victory. 40 states. And it was game over, right? Then the China virus comes and somehow, you know, some people think that that's President Trump's fault. I'm not exactly sure, uh, you know, what he could have done to prevent a virus from invading the country. But, you know, uh, you also have some other battleground polls here. Like we mentioned, the one in Minnesota showing a tie. And... Rasmussen also has the national election at plus 4% Biden with Trump closing the gap. Two things there. If Minnesota is in play, then that certainly means that President Trump is either at or an above water advantage in places like Florida, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, and other places, right? Because remember, Hillary won Minnesota by 1.6 percentage points. And... The last point I'll make, and then I'll let you get your thoughts. Yeah. The the four percent advantage that Rasmussen is showing in the popular vote for Biden. Yeah. They nailed the Hillary popular vote, which I believe was three point two, right? Yeah. The the well, the consensus is that if he, that Biden needs to win by more than four point two percentage points in the popular vote to have a good chance at winning the electoral college. Yeah. So just because Biden's up in the popular vote, that yeah. was always going to happen. He's yeah. going to win the popular vote. We yeah. know that, right? Yeah. The Electoral College is what matters. The Electoral yeah. College is what elects presidents in this country. So that's a great sign to me. Yeah. And and we haven't had the RNC yet either. No, we haven't. Because I can tell you that it's not going to be like this week was. It's not going to be, you know, dark, divisive, yeah. emotional bullshit. Yeah. Racist America bullshit. Yeah. It, uh, we're, Americans are patriotic. I, 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 don't right. I don't understand how, like, Democrats don't get that, like, we love this country. Well, they voted to remove under God in the Pledge yeah, of Allegiance. Yeah, and they booed God in 2012. So, I mean, yeah. this this is uh, – yeah, I agree with, you know, the, the polling. I mean, Biden is not up eight over Trump nationally, and then it's, like, neck and neck in Minnesota. I Honestly, I mean, I think it's probably going to be – it's going to be a – it's still going to be a fight, though, in Minnesota, mm-hmm. Michigan, Wisconsin – Pennsylvania, especially, mm-hmm. but well, a new poll that came I, out yeah. also shows him up in Arizona, oh, and if he keeps nice. Arizona and wins Ohio, North Carolina, Florida, do we have a play for Colorado? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was just, just gonna kidding. say he could still lose the others. Oh yeah, and come out on top. Yeah. So, you know, I think he's gonna win Florida again too. Definitely. I don't. Definitely. Uh, come on, I don't. I don't see 
No. These, I mean, <laughs> people in Florida, Florida is Trump country. Yeah, people in Florida love yeah. their guns and they yeah. love law and order. They just want to live out yeah. their lives in peace, and yeah. you know they're not going to vote it's, for that. It's it's Trump country, and I still don't think there's going to be the massive turnout in the cities from the the communities of color that 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 apparently they think that getting a black woman as the VP slot will will, will, will do. I agree. I, honestly, I think that I, President, I yeah. President Trump's support among black and Hispanic voters will be much higher than it was last time. Yeah. I'll go on record saying that. Yeah, I agree. And if you look at just Hispanic voters, which play a key role in Florida for mm-hmm. sure, you have almost a 20% approval increase, 20-point approval increase from the time that he took office to now among Hispanic Americans. Mm-hmm. Up to thirty six percent. So, if he if he gets to that number, and I don't think it's going to be that high, but if he gets close to that, it's game over. Yeah, it's game over. Yeah. Same thing with the black vote. Yeah. He shaves two, three, four percentage points off, which it's looking like he's going to. Yep. Game over for the Democrats, yeah. and they know that. Yeah. So that's why they're doing this. And on election night, I'm going to be looking at in Michigan, especially, and we looking at Wayne County, which mm-hmm. encompasses Detroit. And if it is around what Hillary got in 2016, Trump is going to win that state again. Yeah, I agree. And you look at Pennsylvania, for example, right? Yeah. Everyone says, "Oh, well, you know, the state's getting bluer." Totally disagree. In fact, the state's getting redder. Because didn't, didn't the GOP let state legislature in Harrisburg increase? Well, didn't, yeah. Didn't they gain seats? Here's the thing. They talk about the Philadelphia counties, the Collar counties, yeah, the yeah. suburbs yeah. as going towards the Democrats. True. Yes. But Especially the rest duck. of the state overwhelmingly yeah. is going towards Republicans. You have counties that were blue for 45 yeah. years. Luzerne County. That then switched to vote for Trump. Yep. And since then, those people, even though they remain registered Democrats, yeah. have been voting Republican. Yeah. And that's only going to continue this year. And let's not forget, you know, Hillary Clinton actually did very well in Philadelphia. I think she, yeah. got, she got more votes than Obama in 2012 in Philadelphia, and she still lost the state because Cambria County, yeah. the rural counties in Pennsylvania had massive turnout. Mm-hmm. You get those people out there, uh, I, I believe – the advantage is not that if you get every rural county mm-hmm. out there to the polls, which happened in sixteen, the the Allegheny Philadelphia advantage for Democrats I think is greatly diminished. I I have to go back to the Susquehanna polling yeah. memo on that. Uh, granted, it was it was eight years ago. I don't know if it's worth worth it, but well, s- it only further highlights the yeah. the the widening trend yeah. of cities becoming more and more blue. Yep, and the suburbs and rural areas becoming more and more red. Yeah. The it's it's the liberal elites versus the regular people, the regular yeah. Americans of this country. Yeah. So And we have a, a an electoral system that values geographic diversity. Yep. When it comes to our candidates. You can't win That's just, why they want to get rid of the electoral yeah, college. You you can't win an election by just winning the, the liberal northeast and the coasts and, you know, California. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, no. No, look at look at where Trump won. He won across the country. Hillary just won the states that, you know, have the most people, and they, not even they even turned out fully. So, well, if you look at a map of the presidential vote by county, oh my god, it's a sea of red. Oh my god, except when you get to the coast. Yeah, Again, the Democratic Party is a regional party made up of urban elites and people on the coasts, 
And let me tell you, they're they're intolerant. They live in a bubble. They 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 don't know real people. I would say, they don't mm-hmm. know a farmer. I mean, yeah, that's not you know the DNC. They talk about all these farmers yeah. and stuff like that. They, these people don't know who. They, first of all, they probably say Fuck farmers mm-hmm. behind their back. They hate these people. Yeah, anybody that doesn't have a college degree is trash with these people. And that, you know what? That's not – I'm sorry. Well, and the, yeah. you look at the polls too and they're also oversampling the share of the vote of people with college degrees. And they oh, also – Oh, my – well, then the, of course. The Democrats are going to win every time if you have anyone with right. college degrees voting. The left also assumes that anyone with a college degree is going to be more inclined to vote for them, yeah. which is just factually inaccurate. Yeah, I know. I mean, look at us. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. I mean, we're as conservative as yeah. it gets. Yeah. And I, so, and, I, and, I, and I went to a pretty pretty damn liberal college. Uh, you're telling me. Yeah. <laughs> I still love Dickinson. Still love it, but yeah. pretty pretty liberal, just saying. I, uh... You had a... See, my president was not a fascist like yours, though. Yeah. Bill well, Durden was a good... Bill Durden was a good, good president for the school. And I was very sad when he left. Your president was a... George Mason told me, man. George oh Mason's very, very liberal, except yeah. for what I consider to be the two most important departments: yeah. economics and the school of law. Oh, which Walter, is actually our own Walter Williams, I believe, right? Yes, yes, uh, yep. yeah. I met him when I was yeah. there. He's great. He writes for us. And it's uh, the Antonin Scalia School of Law, which also, acronym-wise, because he goes to yeah. ass law, yeah. which is <laughs> tremendous. Um, and, and the libs, they, I mean, they can't stand. That the school is named after him, so that, I, I love bet, that. I bet. I bet. I want to. I bet a lot of kids transferred over that. Which I is, wouldn't be surprised. Which is pathetic. Yeah, yeah no, I know. I mean, there was a free speech zone at your school. I remember that. Like, what does that? Yeah. The whole campus should be a free speech zone. Every well, I, c- I could tell you they're never going to get a dime from me, and they have a new president now who surprisingly yeah. defended. Oh, so listen to this. Oh. There's a movement on campus uh-huh. that they want to get rid of the name George Mason because he was a slave owner. Oh, my and God. So, call- yeah, the new president actually wrote an op-ed defending the name of George Mason University. Yeah. And, and the op-ed, of course, had the liberal bullshit in there. Like, oh, yeah. we're going to work to be, you know, you know more social justice and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you can't just change the name of yeah. the university. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. What are you going to change? George Washington University? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's unbelievable. I think Rice University, I think there was a uh, – there's some problematic history with uh, Mr. Yeah. Rice. Well, Susan Rice, she's a traitor. Yeah, so too. Um, anyway, uh, keep in mind, uh, just real quick on the polling, the real yeah. numbers will – and I forget who tweeted this. I think it was maybe Britt Hume or somebody. The real numbers start next weekend. Yeah, after Labor After Day? Trump's yeah. speech. Yep. No, not after Labor Day. Uh. After Trump gives his speech, Friday morning they're going to send polls into the field. In time for the Sunday morning shows. So that's when we're going to get a real feel on some of the trends, right? Obviously, you have the shy Trump voter. The sleepers. uh, The sleepers, sleepers. yeah, who I was with on vacation. My buddy called them the sleepers, which I really love. I like that. So, you know, then it's Trump's speech Thursday night from the White House should be tremendous. And I'm sure it's going to be longer than 22 minutes. I can tell you that. It could be an Um, hour. It'll probably be an hour. It yeah. could be an hour. He absolutely. wants to outdo Obama because Obama's longest was 56 minutes. He'll probably go an hour, maybe yeah. even more. But it'll be entertaining. Or it could be 56, 30 seconds. Yeah, it's going to be entertaining, <laughs> unlike last night. You know, yeah, Trump, snooze Trump will, I'm sure he'll have a teleprompter, yeah. but you know Trump. He goes off the teleprompter. Um, Antiques Roadshow had more life uh, than Biden's speech last night. And after – yeah, that's true. <laughs> and after that, 
it's game on. Yeah. Game on by that point will be below 70 days to go. I st- Yeah, and I think when those polls are released into the field, if Biden, if Trump is within five to eight points of Biden, it's tied. I agree. It's I tied. Agree. I actually think Trump's yeah. up right now. Yeah. I'm pretty confident I'm that saying, we're winning currently. Even, you know, below double digits, mm-hmm. even nine, Trump is within striking distance. Yeah. And 70 days is a long time. He's still got three debates. Never count this guy out. A lot can happen. Well, and yeah. his team is excellent. I think, I think the amount of ammunition that they have to use against Biden after Labor Day is going to be – it's going to be blitzkrieg. Believe me. Totally agree. Maybe that's not the best uh, – okay, how do I – that's not the best. I, you know, you know what I mean? I'm down It's going to be lightning trade. war. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Um, uh, well, of course, you know, as Matt loves to say – yeah, fix bayonets. Indeed. Guys. And the way to fix the bayonets is to join us in supporting the Trump campaign. And the Trump campaign has a special offer just for you. President Trump really wants to give you a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat. He wants to make sure the lucky winner is one of his top supporters. So be sure to enter soon because this is an opportunity you don't want to miss. This offer is only going to a select group of supporters, and you're one of them. All you have to do is text TRIGGERED to 88022 today for your chance to win a signed 2020 Make America Great Again hat and own a piece of history. Again, that's TRIGGERED, T-R-I-G-G-E-R-E-D, to 88022 to enter to win this contest and join President Trump in the fight to keep America great for four more years. This message was paid for by Donald J. Trump for President Incorporated. Shout out to one of our great fans, Krista, and her son listening. Thank you for the shout out on Twitter. We appreciate that. It's awesome. Um, if you want more podcasts, you can listen to the new Town Hall Media podcast, War for the White House. Uh, episode three is dropping later this afternoon. It's being hosted by PJ Media senior columnist Stephen Cruiser, Red State's deputy managing editor Jennifer Van Lar, and Town Hall staff writer Ellie Buffkin. And Ellie's been doing some traveling out into Trump country and has great insights on what's going on out there. So be sure to tune in. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and townhall.com. We will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Trigger. Have a great weekend. Later.